Welcome to the Hopcare Take 5 podcast, where we give you five minutes of healthcare stories from the week because you care about healthcare, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. Kill your TV, kill your computer, so you can get up and walk around. And no, not just because walking around on a beautiful day might be enjoyable, even on a non-beautiful day it might be enjoyable. It's because sitting can increase your risk of cancer by up to 66%. Or so says a study that came out this week decrying our current sedentary lifestyle that has been brought on by the oh-so-beautiful, easy life created through technology. Now, we know that exercise is great for us, and we know that getting up and walking around really helps senior citizens a lot. We also know that walking after eating helps in various ways. This study, though, went a little bit further than what we've already known, because it showed that there is a correlation to higher cancer rates, even for those who are physically active, if they engage in excessive sedentary behaviors. In other words, you can't excuse sitting in front of the TV for several hours because you just crushed it at the gym for an hour. Hey, I hit my daily exercise. I can sit back and feel great. That excessive sedentary lifestyle is dangerous regardless of what you're doing in the other 20 hours out of your day. Starting to get some data on the people who were sitting down at their computers purchasing health insurance of healthcare.gov. 5.4 million people signed up through the exchange. This is what we now know about them. 60% were previously uninsured. 87% of them received a subsidy. Again, for an individual under $45,000 a year, you're going to get some sort of government subsidy. And this subsidy on average is very, very large. Because of those 87%, the average monthly premium is $82. Pretty great, right? Under $100 a month. That's cheap insurance. The government is spending tons of money on these plans. $264 is the average subsidy. The premiums have not come down in any real way, which was at least one of the hopes of these exchanges in Obamacare at large. But this is not to say, at least in terms of the government and expenditure, that any of this is unexpected. $20 billion was the CBO estimate and the cost of subsidies. And based on these numbers, we're going to be right around $20 billion. That number expected to jump to $47 billion next year. And it's not going to be aided by the fact that premiums are expected to rise across the country in 2015. If you're getting a subsidy and your income doesn't change, you're paying the same amount. That increase is going to be handled by the taxpayers. One of the key parts of Obamacare is the emphasis on preventative medicine. The logic goes something like this. If you get people in before they're really sick, you're able to detect problems early on before they become big problems, and this saves everyone time and money down the road. The problem, of course, is that there isn't really any evidence that this works. Uh, if you are a healthy individual going in for, say, an annual physical, the chances that something is detected that had shown no symptoms is very low. There is also, of course, the chance of the false positive, that you go in, you get a bevy of tests done, and you seem to have a problem that you don't actually have. We know this is true with mammograms, which are becoming notorious for offering false positives and little else. 
It was just earlier this year that another massive study, this one following 90,000 Canadian women over 25 years, showed that the effect of mammograms were to elevate the diagnosis rate by 22% or overdiagnose patients who were suffering from non-lethal forms of cancer and therefore could have avoided surgeries, chemotherapy, and radiation treatments. The FDA wants to see a drop in salt intake and will do so through voluntary guidelines toward food manufacturers. It would be reasonable to be skeptical about the effectiveness of voluntary guidelines. Yet, Subway has recently reduced its sodium levels by 30%, and Walmart has vowed to reduce sodium by 25% in some of its foods. You can find a piece of evidence to support just about any part of your diet. Caffeine this week shown to increase memory and thinking skills. We also know that it increases your blood pressure and lowers your heart rate. Hopcare.com. See you next time.